AA team. There is no Frank, because there's never any Frank. Frank doesn't work. He works under the table. Don't tell the tax man. He'll come for him. Not anymore. I think he's on payroll. He's got a job. Frank, 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 Frank. Frank, Frank, Frank. Have to support the family. You got to take care of those family. All right, let's do an intro here while I get this set up. Oh. Now I don't feel like that's too long. No, good. So I, was, I, was, I was scared there for a moment. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, Christ. Yeah, I only do that when I have to buy time, but I never got this pulled up, so I'm good. For an hour. Let's do this. Every crime is murder. You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter the scary door. Ordering in Wonderland's the Twilight Zone review. There's a gremlin destroying the plane! You've got to believe me! Why should I believe you? You're Hitler! No! That one felt like it belonged just because of the Hitler, the scary door thing. You're Hitler! Time again for your weekly excursion into the cultural. Painting, statuary, still lifes, collages, some abstracts, and some items in ice. That's not the technique. That hopefully is what we turn your blood into. A good way to begin the attempt, painting number one. About a man who spends a night in a haunted house, an unbeliever, if you will, who by dawn believes. The name of the painting is a question of fear. The name of this place is the night gallery. Was that the picture? Yeah. It was, it was a rat. It's a cat in front of a rat. Yeah, it makes no sense. He, I think Fritz Weaver's the cat. No, Lieutenant, Fritz Weaver. Lieutenant Frank Drebin is the rat. Well, that's Jay, you're right. Good point. Yeah. But still, no, I don't like it because it should have just been like a flaming hand. <laughs> in a piano. Like, that, that should have been it. That guy just... Ah! <laughs> yeah. That was so ridiculous. The, the Scooby-Doo ending. All right. Um, yeah. I will say, this one actually might be my favorite Night Gallery episode so far. It was good. I liked I it. Liked this. I like this one a lot. I think this... Leslie Nielsen, like, really raised the bar on this for me. And so did Fritz Weaver. I was going to say, you can't leave out Fritz Weaver when you're talking about the actor. Oh, no. Fritz is great. Fritz He's playing a German there. guy playing an Italian guy, but whatever. <laughs> playing an my American. F- my father was a pianist. During the war. During the war in the Mussolini time. Wait a minute, you're Italian? When I came to this country... you Wait, I didn't hear an accent at all. He's like, Sorry. when I came to this country, and he sounds British, kind of. Hello there, how are you? Paging well, Dr. You know. Herman. Yeah. Paging Dr. Herman. Mr. Pee-wee Herman. Mr. Pee-wee Herman. Yeah, he sounds American as shit. Yeah. Like, no one has ever sounded more American. He has a slight British twang when he talks. That's always... Now... Yeah. Do, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm rushing ahead here, but did you... Was that the Psycho House on the... Yes. Universal back lot, obviously, the, the, the exterior? It was the Psycho House. Yeah. I, I think it might be before they moved it. Because they didn't move it. It probably was. Yeah, they didn't move it to right where it is until way later. Well, I think now it's gone. It's all it's all torn down. I think because of Harry Potter land. I can't I'm imagine sure they, they would tear it. it down. They probably just move it. 
they don't give a shit about their history. They tore down the they tore down the sound stages where they shot Family Opera in the twenties with Lon Chaney, Lon Chaney Senior for Harry Potter. They tore all those those down. They don't give a fuck about history in Hollywood. They just care about can we get Harry Potter in here to make some money? We gotta sell that butterbeer shit by the gallon. That shit fucks up your head, by the way. Oh no. Have you ever had that butter beer at well you've, you've never been to Universal, so I guess not. I've been to Universal several times. Not, no, but lately. No, not lately at all. When Harry Potter when Harry Potter was no. heaven around. Because they have the, the butter beer, which is like a very like it's a fake you can get it I think it's just ice cold or, or warm or the room temperature. Ice cold's like a milkshake, but it goes directly to your fucking Abdullah Mangata. like freezes. Abdullah Ablangata. Madula Abagat goes right there to your for, your frontal lobe and just freezes it, and it hurt like it hurts like a son of a bitch. Okay, question. So, I'm reading on the Universal some story about Universal. Whether you're a fan of the classic Spencer Alfred Hitchcock, you love a good Halloween movie, blah 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 blah, then you know the surely know the film Psycho. Psycho. Okay, it says it's been. They keep bringing up Universal Orlando, which is why it's throwing me off. Yeah, so it's not... It might be there. Because it says Universal Orlando was home to the Psycho House, but demolished it. Well, there you go. But it, it was in L.A. It was yeah, in it Burbank. Was LA. <laughs> yeah. It was always I'm in Burbank. I'm so confused. In, maybe they built a mock version for years in Orlando. They tore it down for the Men in Black ride. I could see that. I, I this this is not helping. No, yeah, Universal Hollywood gets rid of everything like within a ten year radius, or uh, if if it's done, like the ET ride is long gone from Hollywood. Florida still has it. Um, the, that ride's got. I think the Mummy ride is gone, but Florida still has it. And in Universal Studios Hollywood, they have no Marvel characters because Disney California has Marvel. But Florida, Universal Studios Florida, has all the Marvel stuff. It's weird how that works. The the, the regional they gotta choose, reasoning. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. It's California. Disney California has the Avengers ride and Guardians of the Galaxy ride that used to be the Twilight Zone, uh, Twilight Zone House of Terror. Tower of Terror, yeah. Tower of Terror. And now Twilight Zone Tower of Terror still exists in Orlando. And I don't think they're going to turn that into Guardians of the Galaxy any anytime soon because they can't, because all the Mar- Marvel stuff is in Universal Studios. It's a weird rights issue. I don't understand how that works, but that's what the deal is. I, I just looking here because, uh, yeah, it's still there, still in, still in Hollywood or still in Burbank. Is that what it says? Yeah, so I'm on the Universal website right now. Yeah. And the tour says 1986 to present. It's been where it is. Mm. But it's at different locations. I think they just built another one in Orlando, probably. Probably which is so. stupid because without being the original exterior of that from the movie, who gives a shit? Yeah. There's a great YouTube channel where the guy talks about old rides from all these old theme parks. And like he talks about the original tram ride at Universal and like the. the um, um, defunct Jaws ride that they tried to make in Universal Studios Florida 
where it was like a big Jaws like event ride, and it just never worked because the shark just would never. It never the mechanics never worked out because the water fucked everything up every time. Can't be worse than the one that was in Burbank. Ah! Like, ah! You can hear That's it coming awesome. because. <laughs> and you're like, hey. <laughs> were you there? That were we there when they had the 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 the, the person says, "Hey, Phil, let's go out. What you catching today? Oh, not much." And then the shark attacks goes, ah! and then the blood shoots up out of the water. Were we there for that, or was that? Um, was that me when I was a kid? And they probably got rid of that years ago. I don't. Doesn't sound familiar. Because like the guy was in the boat and Jaws attacks the boat. Boat flips over. You just see a geyser of blood shoot out. But it's like a really badly done geyser. So it's like just like a fountain of of like red colored water up Kool-Aid. in the air. Yeah, it's cherry like really, Kool Aid. It's like super red. So it's like tiger's blood for your. <clears throat> oh, it's like Dawn uh, of the Dead. Snow cone. Yeah, <laughs> that orange temper paint. Yeah, really ridiculously. Yeah. Uh, neon red almost. And he's like, oh my god, this is kind of sick. Tom Savini worked there. Tom Savini. <laughs> you guys like that? His little pistol cock. Yeah. My computer's name is Sex Machine after him. Oh, Sex Machine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Sex Machine? Yeah. I call this thing Sex Machine because it's fucking sexy. S- sex Machine. And Jansen got it for me, so it's really That's sexy. Right. Goddamn. Oh, a question of fear. Yeah, I mean... Well, it opens up with a typical night, night gallery uh, gentleman's club where Fritz Weaver has gray hair. And he, for some reason, he's in crutches. And like he, he's talking about the night he stayed in a haunted house. And like he goes, it almost killed me staying the night in this haunted house. And I love um, Leslie Nielsen. He's playing pool with an iPad, <laughs> which is the funniest shit. He, he does come off like Robert Shaw. Yeah. Uh, I'm the bravest man there is. <laughs> he, he goes, he basically says, Hey, Fritz Weaver, you're a big fat pussy fag. Because you can't, you can't stay the night in a haunted house, pussy. You need those crutches with so much, so much dick going in your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Can't walk right, Pretty can much. you? Like, all, he ta- all he does is just demasculate Fritz Weaver. No, no. Like, I'm a real man. My dick is so big night. and you've got a little pussy. Interesting color. White. I've often wondered why they call cowards yellow when it's the white flag they use to surrender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That was> perfect <laughs> Frank timing. Trevin, police squad. I, I titled this episode uh uh So Naked I will stick with Naked Gun. Naked Gun file uh, from from the files of Westworld. Naked Gun the smell of fear. This <laughs> is the second one. Yeah, it's it, is, uh, yeah. But it's all robots. It's all robots. It's all robots. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what cracked me up. Is like, it's, it's like a setup. The whole thing set up like an like a, a Scooby Doo episode, amusement attraction. Yeah, kisses versus like, the you Phantom of the Park. But I love how he had the gun. See, that's what I would do if I was Leslie Nielsen. He goes spends night in this haunted house. He brings a gun with him, you know, <laughs> just in case. Because he it. doesn't trust anybody. He's, it's a good point because the, the the bet is he bets uh, Fritz Weaver. They said, "Well, you, you want you're such a big man." Leslie Nielsen, you've been around the world. But I love his. Can you go to the part where he talks about all of the things he's done? Like, I was in the Foreign Legion. I was uh, in. With your tales of spectral goblins, helped spread it. During the Spanish Civil War, I killed my first man in hand to hand combat. Since then, I've been with the armies. 
I don't want to show it too much because Universal doesn't no, fuck around. Yeah, yeah, Britain, yeah. United well, States, see. French Foreign Legion. More recently, the mercenary in Africa. I have seen and done things that were I less of a man, I too would have white hair. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a big fat pussy, and I'm a real man with what eye patch. I lost my eye in war because I'm a man. I bet all that cum coming up your ass made your hair white. <laughs> yeah, queen. <laughs> And then I guess uh, another part later in the episode, though, when when Lee, uh, Leslie Nielsen's laying down and the eye patch is askew, so you see, you see oh, his yeah. you eye. You can see his full eyeball. You see his full eyeball where it's fine. It's That's just, what, I definitely have that in my patch. notes. I'm like, ah, it eyeball. So, it was so funny. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It is. But yes. This episode is okay. set up exactly like the silence episode of Twilight Zone. Yes, a little bit. Gentleman's Club. You And I assumed it was going to go that route where it was just one man is going gonna to quelch in the bet. Yeah, no, this one has a really nice twist. There's a good twist to it. It's what the, a lot of episodes try to do with the gothic horror. Yes. And like the 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 play on the 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 notion of fear. You hear a lot of like uh, old stories like uh, it's like the pendulum stuff like that. Only this episode actually achieves it. It actually does a good job. Most of the episodes that try to do this fail miserably on this show. Right. But I did enjoy the episode. Which yeah. caught me off guard. I wish I watched this well, one second. Well, I think Leslie Nielsen is the uh, is the real kind of the the, the the thoroughbred that gets you into the episode because he's just so good in it. Yeah, he's having a good time, and it's kind of fun to watch him react to the really lame ghost at the floating head, and like the guy with the, with the hands catch on fire at the piano, and he shoots everything that moves basically, and he's like, "You gotta do better than that." He says, yell at the house. This isn't working. I'm not afraid. Yeah, I'm looking up clips right now. Um, yeah, you want to set up how he gets to the house and what happens that once he gets there? Oh, he, he just gets a ride for Sweever. It takes him out there. He dumps him off at the house. And then he um, basically says, yeah, I'm going to put, you come to the club 12 o'clock and uh, we'll settle the bet. And he goes, I'll buy you lunch. My treat. And uh, he goes into the house, and he's got the key to the house, but uh, he opens the door. It closes, you know, the, the door closes automatically behind him by itself. And he's just like, oh, good trick, basically. And then, like, there's that floating head pops up every now and then. And it's just like, oh, God, that floating head looks so bad. I really compare this to an episode of Scooby-Doo because it's the it rich was, guy, yeah. and he tries to trick people with his little gadgetry that there's yes, ghosts. absolutely. It's exactly a Scooby Doo Scooby Doo episode. It's oh yeah, really. This is the closest they ever get to a Scooby Doo episode, I would say. It's pretty ridiculous. I love the scene where the ghost comes down and throws the the towel in his face. Yeah. It's, it's right. <laughs> it's so dramatic. If only he has iPads on. Hey, we'll say, as much as I, like, poke fun at my wife for not liking the comedy and, and the stuff I do, she loves that scene. Like, died oh, laughing. Like, you can't not laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> Scream. It's so funny. It's just, it's the perfect, it's the, it's just, it's just a great sight gag. And he does it again with the, t- uh, so that's the towel, and he does it again with a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think you're in every single Let Naked Gun movie, that gag is in every single one of the movies. Uh, so this aired October 27th, 1971. Yeah, it clearly looks like 1971. 
directed. Uh, oh well, uh, I don't know if it's because it's different directors. Because these are two stories. Just a few years after uh, Scooby Doo premiered. Coincidence? <coughs> Read the book. The Scooby Doo book. Did, yeah. <laughs> this is. Wait, wait a minute. Francis Letterer reprises role of Count Dracula from the Return of Dracula. Huh? Was Dracula in this episode? In the B story. Yeah, oh, the that, Devil's okay. Not Mocked. Remember how that's the Nazi one with the vampires? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Nazi one with the vampires. What Nazis? What were they? Um, Refresh my memory on the second story. Yeah, we've right. seen it then, have we? Yeah, we've seen it. So we're officially done with episode 206. What's this one? And that was the last screen appearance. Oh, that episode. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And that was the last screen appearance of Francis Letterer, which I think we said in the original episode when we did that one. I want to show the ghost. Okay, here's one of the appearances. Though I think this uh, got got Leslie Nielsen the job. Job of what? I think Leslie Nielsen got creep show because of this episode. I can see that. It feels like it, it works. It's, it's, he's almost the same character. <laughs> God damn! I thought it was gonna be right here. <sighs> this is where the head the head floats. Yeah, or something, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Look at that mustache. Oh, Leslie, yeah. oh, there it is. Lawnmower so man bad. behind him. So bad. That's actually, well, Lawnmower man is much worse than that. I love at one point when it's like half the body and he shoots it. Yeah. <laughs> thing vanishes. Fuck it. And I guess it says here that uh, this is the first television drama to feature holograms, even though they do not specifically say they're holograms. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, it's Scooby Doo. I don't, I don't know what to say, but it's good. And he goes, okay. So he's looking around the house. He has to survive the night, and he gets his ten thousand um, uh, dollars. Fifteen, fifteen, but only tens from. I'll put Weaver. five yeah. more on top. He's my guest. How dare you, General? And then he, for some reason, he just walks around the house, and investigates. He goes in the basement. Yeah, and he gets attacked by a ghost down there too. Yeah. And then he he hears piano. Oh, oh, he drinks from his thermos. That's what it was. Here's where he shoots the ghost. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> I love his look there. You shot five actors. Good ones. <laughs> I see a man getting stabbed in the back, but I, do I see five five uh, uh, freaks stabbing a man in the back in the middle of the park. I, I shoot the bastard. That's my policy. It was Shakespeare God. in the park. They're doing Julius Caesar. You moron. <laughs> the best she caught you know who that is, too. That's the mother from Sopranos. Yeah. Which uh, you can't stand. No, I can't stand dead. the character. Character, yes. And it made me ba- feel bad because I'm like, I can't wait for this real life lady to die. So this character's off the show. So the show gets better for you. It's not my fault they didn't write a goddamn thing for her other than says something bitchy. Oh my god. It's so annoying. 
What's your problem, Tony? You could tell they, they realized that because she was in less and less and less and less and less as it went. I think she got the the Emmy for that show, though. I think she won the Emmy. How? I'm like, almost positive she won the she's Emmy. She's good. But when you watch... Don't three... ever hear me talk. Let me Don't ever let me hear you talk like that, Anthony. There's a scene when AJ comes in and he yeah. he's like, Hi, Grandma. And she's like... I'll have one of those uh, Italian chocolates. They brought Italian candies. They brought him over. He goes, I don't really like the Italian candies. And she goes, oh, that's okay. Go ahead. Like he was just being coy and didn't want it. It's like, I think I brought this up last week. But I'm like, yeah. he just didn't want it. He doesn't like them. Right. But she still had the force of him. And now, he sat there and you, fucking you, ate one. You get to the part you hate AJ as the show goes on. Oh, yeah. The AJ. whole time. Most. He's the worst. He's just the worst. Oh, Meadow, too. And Meadow's the worst. And I just love it how they always called him Fredo. You go, oh, I got that Fredo pass because he, you know, he's, an, he's the son of uh, Michael Corleone. Fredo's his brother. Well, I know, but they're using it in terms of the son and the father. And the Holy Spirit? Nobody, nobody remembers the kid's <laughs> name from the movie. It's Fredo and Michael. It's Michael and Jr. Vito. Michael Jr., who was, a, who was an opera singer in the third movie. I've seen this third movie exactly once. It's not as I've seen it probably twice, maybe three times. It's actually not a bad movie. I want to see that Coda Cut stuff in there. Is the Coda Cut. Well, I heard. I, I heard the Coda Cut. It's it's not much of a difference. It's really not that big of a deal. I heard. I want to get it. It's on. It's on 4K. I should probably pick that up. It's probably something I got to buy. Yeah. And I still need to get a 4K player anyway. Yeah, I was gonna get the 4K. Then Adam, I got Adam's trilogy. Yeah, I mean, but I'm sure it's just as good. I'm sure there's nothing breathtaking about the 4K transfer. Oh yeah, you I don't. Get... I got his Blu-rays. I'm like, eh, I don't need them in 4K. Yeah, no, you, well, no, you don't need to ask what I mean. It's just like uh, sometimes you know the transfers make it worse for the older movies, and sometimes it makes it better. But it just depends on the movie and the transfer. I don't know. I do have. I don't have a 4K 4K player yet, but I do no. have Shawshank on 4K. Luckily, as of now, uh, 4Ks, if you buy them, they're still coming with the Blu-rays, so. Yeah, like, yeah, you can play a Blu-ray on a 4K player, right? Yeah, you can do it the other way, yeah. but you can't play my well, is, 4K. Is a PS5 a 4K player? I don't know. I assume as much. I think both of the I'm new assuming. systems are. Uh, yeah, I think the new systems, yes. But, but I don't not, have not them. the PS4. I still have so, an Xbox but, One. I just have PS4, yeah. Not the Xbox One, two. Well, I don't know what the fuck the new one's called. Series Xbox. X. Xbox X your dick. Uh, oh, 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 the question of fear. Uh, goes in the basement, sees the war ghost. Um, he drinks out of his weird thermos, and I was like, that's a bad idea. And then he, yeah. he's immediately like, oh, and he goes upstairs to hear the piano. He hears, like, some discordant music, and he sees the guy just playing random things. And he turns around, and he sticks his hands, and they catch on fire. Yeah, and Leslie Nielsen falls down and gr- cuts the cord below him, and he just falls over. <laughs> it's like, okay, so we are we are doing this. Did you did you at any point kind of get ahead of the episode at all? Or were you just kind of watching it? I was just, I was watching, just watching it. it. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't trying to think. Oh, they're going to get you with a twist. Um, I just was. I was just watching it for just Le- Leslie Nielsen's reactions, and yeah. it's pretty much. Really, not a lot of dialogue. It's just Leslie Nielsen walking around this house for a good 15, 20 minutes. 
But he's also going like, oh, what's Fritz Weaver's? Um, Mazi, Maisie, Maisie, Maisie. He's going like, ah, good Come one, Maisie. On, yeah, yeah. You son of a like bitch. That. So he's yelling, but he's he's talking, but he's it's all off to someone off screen. Because he knows that he's being watched. He yeah. can kind of figure it out. He's not an idiot. No. And that's what kind of made it good, more interesting. Is just like, yeah, this guy's a military guy. He's going to know this is bullshit. And it probably is bullshit, but why? Like, I kept was wondering, like, well, why is it bullshit? Why is he even do- What's the point of this episode? Like, what? Well, something's got to give here, but I just wasn't thinking, oh, it's going to be a revenge, I a think revenge that's, twist. I think that's why they put money on the line, because you're thinking he just wants his money. Right. But once he cuts that cord and the thing falls over, I'm like, there's a twist coming. I don't Stuff feel like getting up, ahead yeah. of it. I'm just going to watch this because I'm actually yeah. enjoying this for the first time and I'm not going to complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm With Night Gallery, but, I'm so fucking done with it that I'm just like, oh, oh good. Anytime, That's good. Yeah. Anytime you get a good episode or a semi-good, you know, interesting take on something, it's worth watching. Yeah. This, this like show. I said, this is probably the first one in a long time that I actually enjoyed. Well, other than that one with uh, <laughs> Immoral. <laughs> that one. That one's awful. But it had some but funny fucking lines in it. There's a little charm in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know. Uh, and since we brought it up, I got to play the two clips. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. I wanted to see him. Uh, wow. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Every time it makes me laugh. That's funny. That would be uh, <laughs> immoral. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect timing. He looks like a perfect. beetle. Yeah, it looks like a... Ba- that would be uh, <laughs> immoral. It looks like a weird BBC show. Yeah. They're, like, they're talking to... Oh, it's... Oh, Pop of the Rocks! Top of the Rocks with you! Oh, uh, what's I'm the... Ian, Ian. What's the Harry Shearer version of the Beatles that they did? The Ruddles. The Ruddles. Yeah, it looks yeah. like that more than the Beatles. The Ruddles. That would be uh, <laughs> immoral. <laughs> immoral. I remember writing that when I was a kid, the Ruddles, and I was, like, like really young. And I was like, what did I rent? You know, those are like super rare, hard to find on DVD. Oh, I can imagine. But this was, you know, VHS I, I, back I got, in the day. I got them at the thrift store for a dollar. I found both versions. I want it. Riddles 1 and Riddles 2. I didn't know there's two. Yeah, there's a second one. I got them both. Got them for a dollar. And they had, some guy must have been a Beatles fan because they had, it was Hard Day's Night Criterion Blu-ray. Got it for a dollar at the thrift store with the Rudels. So I was like, oh, shit. That was a hell of a buy. They were actually making... It felt like they were making, for, uh, making fun of more of the monkeys than the Beatles. Yeah, well, I think it was... Yeah, it's just... Uh, the monkeys were a rip-off of the Beatles. Yeah, but I felt like they were making fun of how the Beatles... Or the monkeys were trying to rip off the Beatles. So it was like the they're making fun of... That's what it felt like to me, but I don't know the timeline. Uh, that's just the, kind of the joke I was assuming happened. I'm assuming it happened in the 70s with the Rudels. I would have, yeah, I think it was like 73. It wasn't too too long after the Beatles broke up. Yeah, because the Beatles were done by 70, right? They broke up in 69? Yeah. yeah. The Ruddles was... Oh, wow, they played a lot. 75 to 78, 96 to 97, 2002 to 2000-something-something. Something. Oh, my God. Oh, John, had more... John Lennon loved the film and refused, <laughs> refused to return the videotape and soundtrack he was given up for approval. <laughs> he had a this good sense mine. of humor, though. I'm taking this. It's mine. I'm keeping it. You can't have it. Uh, the Ruddles Anthology is on Prime Video. Too bad the Ruddles video cassette and soundtrack didn't stop the bullets from from what's his name's gun. Maybe it dislodged it enough where it killed him. Yeah, that's the thing. 
Who was the guy that oh. shot John Lennon? It was uh, Michael Chapman. Michael Chapman. John Michael Chapman. Michael John. John Chapman? is it Michael Michael Chapman? Michael David Michael David Chapman? David Chapman. David, David John Chapman. David Chapman. David Chap. David Michael Chapman. Mark David Chapman. Mark David. We were yeah, circling. There's three, <laughs> we were... three named yeah, guys. Yeah, we were circling that drain. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I feel like another fifty rounds we would have got that right. Paul. Paul. Uh, uh, good old uh, uh, Paul. Or We're just doing Jared. biblical names at some point. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Jared Leto, when he played him in that movie with Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. Chapter 27. Did you ever watch that one? Chapter no, I remember seeing his picture, though. Oh, I, I watched it. It was like he was playing fake fat, where it's like he just gained a lot of weight like really fast, so he just had a big bulbous stomach, but that's it. Like every other part of him was skinny. He just had a fat kind of bloated stomach, but like that's it. There's no rolls. There's no. There's no fat like a fat man that, would have. That doesn't work for years of being fat. That works. But Ray yeah. Liotta when he did Narc, which is one of my favorite Ray Liotta movies. Yeah, yeah. He ate nothing but rice, like a shit ton of rice, while he was uh, getting ready for that role. So that's why his face is like his eyes are like almost disappeared into his head a little bit. Yeah. So it works for that where it looks like he's just lately been not sleeping and and like treating himself like shit it works like that but it doesn't look like a lifetime of yeah like you need the yeah it... i gotta watch that one again narc's a good movie oh, i yeah. haven't seen that in a long time Neither have I. I need to rewatch that one i loved it because they beat the shit out of buster rhymes in there <laughs> doesn't snoop dog he's buster! in a wheelchair and he gets shot i believe if i remember it's been a while now, was that narc or was that was that uh, was that training um... day Training Buster day. Rhymes was narc, but I think Snoop Dogg in the yeah, wheelchair was training Snoop day. Snoop Dogg was training day. Yeah, yeah. I think that was training day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, right. come on! No, tra- uh, narc was Jason Patrick shot a kid. Yes. Yes, So yes. he gets, like, relegated to work with Ray Liotta. Right. They're not that and dissimilar it, of movies, honestly. I just like narc better. But is Ray Liotta a bad cop in narc? Is that what it was? I believe so. It, again, it's been so long. I watched it a bunch yeah. and then not at all. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch that again. I forgot how good movie that movie. Yeah. And for, for in honor of Ray Liotta, I should watch that again. Yeah, it's a, that's why when I posted about Ray Liotta when he died, that's the picture I chose was from yeah, Narc. Because yeah, yeah. as much as I haven't, as I haven't seen it lately, I it's still in my top hundred because I oh, yeah, loved it movie, so yeah. much when it came out. I remember it's, being real good. Some yeah. some of my some of my favorite movies I don't watch that often because I don't want to remember every detail. I just want to like I really don't watch Ghostbusters all that often. Once every four or five years like yeah, I, I, would say, I like yeah. to i don't know forget some things because i watched it so fucking much when i was a kid that you get that burnout factor and i don't want that to happen yeah but i'm due for a narc watch again yeah narc would be good i want oh i found out the other day that no escape is going to get a blu-ray release like a shout factory treatment oh the, the Yoda sci-fi oh, movie ernie hudson also speaking great of great movie yeah ernie hudson speaking of ghost lance hendrickson Kevin Dillon. Who's it's that girl? That was it like Shannon Tweed or she, was she in that? There's, Which there's girl is no it? Girl in it. It's all. I could, a man. I could have sworn there was a girl in that. No, there's, there's another no movie girl. called No Escape that had that girl. There's a No Escape with with Paul uh, with Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson. There's a, that one came out a couple years ago. Do you no remember? Escape. Okay, I, I remember the movie No Escape that we're talking about. But there's also a movie called No Escape with Andrew Dice Clay, and I think oh. it's Shannon Tweed. I wouldn't doubt it. So I inserted Shannon Tweed right. in this movie, but I know she's not in there. Yeah, no, it's oh. all men. There's no women no in this movie. Escape, because they're all they're all prisoners. Yeah, remember he jumps island. off the waterfall. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, no Escape's a great movie. Yeah, I, I love No Escape. I watched that a bunch when I was a kid. 
I have it on DVD. I found it for, on DVD, but it's never been released. And it's coming out on Blu-ray soon. I don't know. Well, so is NARC. I think that's going to oh, come out on Blu-ray. Like it's still on DVD. Edition? You could buy the wow. full-screen DVD for like 40 bucks, And I'm like, wow. I had but it for a on, while. It's on streaming. It's on Amazon. Yeah, I but I, I like to, I don't know. I'm trying to get my top 100 back. I would set. own it. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I would buy it. I would definitely own it in Blu-ray, yeah. Right now, I'm sure. working through my top 100, like buying them the earliest. Like, I just bought a, a What Dreams May Come, because that's like in my top 10. Right. So I'm trying to buy those. So I'm thinking of was that Was that a rare Blu-ray find? Or? Dude, it was like fucking eight bucks. Five bucks, yeah. yeah. For that, I oh, got a brand yeah. new copy. Nobody likes that movie that much, and I'm like, I love well, that movie. The other day, I was with my aunt, and my aunt was over at the house, and I was with my parents, and uh, they were talking about we were watching some awful movie with with Tom Cruise, and something about he had to wear a mask, and and he and he wakes up and, and it's a vanilla dream. sky. Vanilla sky I said, yeah, vanilla sky. I love that movie. He goes, you like that movie? I thought it was terrible, and I was like, oh, you guys just don't know movies. Tax support. A great movie. I tried to get my parents to watch it. They just couldn't. They couldn't deal with it. They're just like, "Oh, that movie sucked. We didn't like that movie." Oh, come on. It's a great movie. No, my mom's the same way. If you have yeah, to think, just, like, yeah. I'm not making fun of my mom right now. But we watched like a basic like Memento or something like that. And she's like, uh, "No, didn't like it. Stupid." And I'm like, "Oh." It just moves back like. Other yeah. than that, there's but there's any weird aspect to it. She's like, nope. Yeah, nope. no, yeah, I can't. My mother is is anti cinema. She cannot watch any kind of movie that's different. And like, I could never. We could never go to the theater growing up. Like they didn't like they didn't go to the movies. Like they did, like as a, as adults, like on a date maybe. Because I remember they had stubs in the in I their. Um, I found it. Found what narc. It's no contest, not no escape. Oh no! Contest. Andrew Dice Clay, okay. Shannon Tweed. Is Ray Robert Liotta Davey. in this one too? No, I don't think so. No. Oh, look at—he's not even looking. He's like, uh. hey, "How you doing?" It's no contest. <laughs> Paul Lynch, That's... Oh my Shannon God. fucking Tweed, Andrew Dice Clay, Roddy Piper. Wow. Oh, Roddy Piper. Yeah. Oh my God. Now this is a movie that was on HBO, and I was like. Because I, wow. I thought I was giving, no, I had the same confusion when I was eleven than I did right now. I'm like, right, oh, no yeah, escape! Yeah, yeah. And it, this is not no escape. <laughs> no, oh shit! What? Dice Clay? No! I was like, the did you ever have you ever seen Ford Fairlane? No, no. The Avengers Ford. It's actually funny. Okay, sorry. It's continue. Actually, Your parents have stubs. Well, yeah, because you know, they went to the movies. They had stubs of when they go to the, went to the movies. Like they went to some good stuff. Like I saw, I think they saw the thing in theater and. A few other movies, like with the stuff that said what movie they saw. I was like, well, shit, don't, you saw those movies. Yeah, but we don't like going out anymore. We just don't like going to the theater anymore. And they never, like, we, we would, it would be like, I would see a movie maybe twice a year with with my mom and dad. The aunts would take me to the movies. Like, that's how I went and saw movies, like, when I was a kid. Is my aunts would take me for my birthday yeah. to go see a movie. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I could only see one or two like i'd be lucky to see three movies in a month like back in the day dude that sounds amazing to me <laughs> oh yeah no but now now see now I, I can see whatever i want i don't even go I, yeah I, I don't, now i'm turning my parents i don't want to go to the movies i don't care well most of them i'm like oh no i don't want to see that i don't want to see that anymore yeah i'm just like Ugh, if i really want to go see it like i'm gonna go see the new thor movie yeah because it looks fun it, I'm go not gonna Maverick. be blown away, but I'm gonna like, I'm gonna laugh a few times. And... I, I, I go see Top Gun. I'm not because everybody says go see it. I don't give a shit. 
I probably won't. Here's the thing. Keep, probably never watch it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'll probably watch it if it's on Amazon or something. But I don't know though, because they say you have to see it in a big screen because the all the jet photography is actually also all real. It's no CGI, which is kind of interesting. I was like, oh, I'd, I'd like to see that. Maybe. See every. This is when I make fun of Frank when he starts talking about jets, and I'm like, I don't give a shit, man. I don't like airplanes mm-hmm. or submarines or boats or any. I don't give a no, shit. No, no, I don't give a shit. The aerodynamics are fantastic and amazing. But here's the problem. It's like, zoom. I'm like, oh, another 25 minutes? Okay. Well, I guess they turned down Kenny Loggins with his new rendition of Fly Into the Danger Zone. Oh, God, what's he going to do? Did, he did a new one. He's going to drop the beat. The, the, the director <laughs> said, you know, we don't really need it. And he said they didn't take it, which is kind of funny. They have the original one at the beginning of the movie, I guess. But that's like a little little taste of it, like as in the, you know, remember this, remember berries, and then it just never comes back again. So I guess they basically said, Kenny, we don't want you. Go take a break, kid. Wow. We don't want you here. Like they didn't do the sad version of it, like they did in Ghostbusters twenty that's what I hear when I see when I think of that movie. It's like four hens just oh yeah, all going <laughs> off at once. Oh, it's like it's horrible. Not because they're women; they're just this movie's not funny. No, it's horrible. It's a horrible movie. Even even Chris Hemsworth is a man. He's not funny. He was annoyingly unfunny in that movie. They gave him like carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wanted, and he just yeah. My dog named. <sighs> My cat named my hat. What? You have a cat named hat? No, my cat is a dog. It's, it's called my hat. Like, what? Like, cause you make you don't you say non you say senseless phrases doesn't make it funny or interesting and it, like kills the momentum of the movie. Like you have to have a plot and your plot doesn't move when nobody when everyone's making jokes that don't go anywhere. And the problem with it, with that character is he's stupid as shit. Yeah, and, and the comparable character is Janine from the original, who's smart as hell and too good for yeah. that job. That's the that's yeah, what makes her her role not funny. Yeah. That was the joke. Like that's why it's like funny. she does not need to be there and and doesn't want to be there, and that's it. That's that, that that's what makes the line. Well, Janine, I guess you could find a job in the food service, <laughs> or uh, you know, and it's just like a, it's such a it's such a. Uh, uh, a snarky comeback from Bill Murray <laughs> that pisses her off because she, she's she's right and she's like I ain't gonna work there. It's, so yeah, I'm better than that. All you need to know about Janine's character is that one line of Ghostbusters. What do you want? What do you want? That's it. Now, did you did you hate the new one? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you still haven't seen it yet. Still haven't seen it. I'm wow, gonna I'm on, gonna sit down. I know I'm gonna sit down here. It's in on a little stars. Bit. I don't have stars. Okay. I have I have it. Or... I have it. But oh, I, you do? Okay. I, I'm starting to work my way. Oh, we'll talk about this in the next episode because for the next episode, I have nothing to say. Yeah, no. So let's finish sucks. up this actual good episode and actually give yeah, it a... Yeah, this episode is really good. So, yeah, le, the best part was when le, Leslie Nielsen lays down in the bed and, like, the bars <laughs> come up over. Like, what? How did that work? How did that, how does that work? And he has a pendulum come down swinging towards his throat. And he's like, come on, Monty. You're going to kill me? This was about dying of fear, not murder. Something like that. He goes, this is cheating. This part's you know kind of visual. Visually, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Real Chris, simple. Christoph Waltz. 
in the guest store. But he goes to bed and he cuts these things off on the floor. So they. Yeah. But here's this. I love how he's in his. He's wearing his shoes and khaki pants. I'm not taking my fucking shoes off in this house. Are you kidding me? You fucking jerk. Step on now. This thing's like Kevin McAllister rigged it for booby traps. I'm not taking my shoes off. <laughs> Should he step on the nail? Step on a goddamn Lego. You, you got the tar nails. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Luckily, he's not a side-of-the-bed sleeper like I am. Yeah. I, I never lay in the middle of a bed. I, I don't either. I never have. That's when you're like... If it's, a, if it's a used bed, you're just like your shoulders are higher than your your spine. It feels weird. Even if I sleep in my bed alone, I, I'm on the side of the bed. Like I I sleep on the edge of the bed. I tend to end up on the edge of the bed. Sometimes I'll just sit up and I'll I'll, I'll fall asleep sitting on the edge of the bed because I'm like I was going to do something <laughs> like a toddler. Yeah, it's so it's so awkward. So weird. Like, oh, why is I? I never did that before. Oh God. Oh man, I like that you're saying it like you're ashamed. Like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, to me? absolutely, I'm ashamed. I, I'm I, lots of things I do. I shame myself. <laughs> it's like clearly tubing. Well, like I, that's why I compared it to Edgar Allan Poe. It's got the you know, got the pendulum. Well, yeah, no, it's exactly. It's an obvious. Yeah, total call to, uh, or, or, Pit the pendulum. Uh, and... the pendulum, and it just, but that one wasn't based on, it's just, uh, it's just neat visual, I guess. Yeah, because it, it doesn't really go with the story, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, so he survives the night, he sleeps, he wakes up, and then he goes downstairs, and he's about ready to leave, he's, about, he's walking out that door, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go in this kitchen for no reason because he hears right, a yeah. slight noise. Well, no, he gets up and he's like, "Oh, yeah!" He's all excited because he won the bet. He's like, "Duh, best night's sleep I ever had." The way that he gets up is hilarious. I thought he just watch. He's all excited. Huh? Let's see. <laughs> He's all happy, skipping. Watch, he's like about to leave. Universal doesn't fuck around, so I have to keep pausing. I hate this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, he'll yell, and I'll fast forward a bit. See, okay, he starts... God damn it, it's impossible to watch. No, but everything he goes to the kitchen because he smells food cooking or it's yeah. all uh, yeah automated. Though so how did he get the, how did he crack the eggs in the pan if it's all electronically? He, he just done? dropped the egg, or it cracked it and like Pee Wee Herman did it though. I, <laughs> I don't know. You don't see that. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. I, I'm thinking too much. It's fine. He's got the Rube Goldberg machine. Ernest P. Worrell and Pee Wee Herman have or. Uh, 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 Moran, Moranis does in the beginning yeah. of uh, 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 Honey We the Kids. No, the first one, <laughs> Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, that's right. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Honey We Blew the Audience. Honey I Shrunk the Audience. Honey I Blew the Kid. Honey I Shrunk Ourselves. The whole franchise. Honey, you died, and I vanished from the the limelight. Oh. Yeah. 
That's a sad one. He never really went away. He did say that he did a lot of voiceover work, so it's not like he didn't... Yeah, he did that from his bedroom. Well, sure, yeah. But good for him. That just shows you how great a man he is. Supposed to make a comeback, though. He's supposed to be coming out. He was supposed to already. That was like five years ago. Was he not in uh, the new Ghostbusters? No, he's not in the new Ghostbusters. Oh, that's disappointing. He is not in the good... If I told you who was playing Harold Ramis's part in the beginning of the movie, you're going to laugh. Don't tell me. You'll never, you'll never figure it out. I want to watch it and, and then guess. You'll never, you'll never guess. You'll never be able to guess. Go, go watch it and we'll play that game. I'm going to ask you, okay, because you just see the silhouette in the beginning of the movie. There's like an opening with with hair, with uh, Egon, and I'm going to say, who do you think they got to stand in for Egon? Ray Romano? You're way off. Okay, I'll, I'll, we'll play you that game. We'll it. play that game next time. We'll play and, we, and you're going to be, you will be shocked because. Vin Diesel. The connection, the connection <laughs> to you is very, very, very uh, is very. It's not Nick Cage. Important. No, it's not Nick Cage. John Travolta. It's, it's Nick Cage. Yeah, no, you're right. It's Nick Cage. Come on, you ghost! I got you. <laughs> this whole thing's a trap. I made for you. No, I wouldn't know if it was Nick Cage. No, it's not Nick Cage. Yeah. That, that I stalk would, his would IMDb. Be amazing. It's a Twinkie. <laughs> That's a big Twinkie. This is a big Twinkie. I will karate chop you, Zool. <laughs> Back off, pal. I'm going to get on, out of here. Mama. Come on. So he goes into the other room. Uh, Fritz Weaver is on the TV. And he's like, yes, he's got a, sit down. He's got a futuristic TV phone. Yeah, and he's like. It's like, a, like an 8 millimeter camera on top of a television, a square television set. Look at this fucking smirk. It looks like he's sitting on an olive garden. Yeah, <laughs> <Look at> <laughs> I love it. He's just—he's like, yeah, fuck you. I I'm, won. I'm the winner. I won. You lost. And here, uh-huh. here's my problem with the episode. They both win. All he had to do was survive the night. He did that. Yeah. And then Fritz Weaver throws this additional "I broke you," which was not part of the deal at all. Well, there's a reason why he did this. No, I'm not. I'm not saying he doesn't have a reason or it's not justified. Right. I'm just saying he did lose the bet, but he plays yes, it off so like I won the yeah. bet, and you're like, no, you, right. you lost the bet. Well, he's being coy because he's he's not done playing with him yet. Yes, but he should have made the bet different if he's going to do this shit. Because he's supposed to beat him at noon the next day, and it's like I don't know, fucking eleven now, and he the the stipulation of the bet was you survive the night. That's it. He survived the night. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt here. I'm going to say it's 7 a.m. Still survived the this, night. Yeah, no, no. He still survived. God, just but the bet was to survive till noon the next day. The dining room. No, the bet was survive the night. He said, then I'll meet you at noon. Right. They didn't say survive till noon. But here's this high-tech surveillance equipment. It's got a little camera up there. He's on a TV. And he's doing this pre-recorded message, clearly. And they're talking to each other. He made him toast. He makes some eggs. And he's, he's like, I promise your coffee's not laced. Looks like your uh, thermos was. You set that down when you walked in. That was a shame. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> made you sleep for a very long time, though. I touched your ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> I licked your balls last night. And that'd be funny if that was it. He's like, no. That was, no, no. <laughs> no. 
I made you my puppet for Camera my does goodness. that thing. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> I, stick <it> <laughs> I stick it in you while you sleep. <laughs> it's like, I gave you the monkey pox. <laughs> I fucked your eye hole. <laughs> I put my, my pee-pee in your nose. See, this is where, when he goes down and see Fritz Weaver on the TV, I immediately started thinking he, like, put something in his head, like his eyeball. Right. That's what I was thinking, because it's shielded. And I wonder what the purpose of the eye patch was, other than that, to, to fake you out. Show. I know it's the show how big of a badass he is, and he kept living, and blah, 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 but it really made me think of the twist. Like, was that part of like, the faking right. out the audience thing? Because it... Right. And I, I don't well, know what else... I thought he put like how a robot many, thing in there. I don't know. How, how many bullets did he bring to this house? Because he's got like, he reloads the gun like three or four times. This guy is just his pockets. He's got a cargo pants and. He's set for war. No matter where he goes. In a pocket full of shells. Going down potato with a pocket full of shells. Going down potato? Is that what he just said? Going down potato. Potatoes on parade. Grandparents haven't seen an Irishman since their grandparents bought one. I was going to say, that's the Irish parade, the potatoes on parade. Irish parade, yeah. Or Russians. They, they have the potato jokes as well. They just turns in that there's an alcohol. Yeah, that's true. So, he... Now testify! He has a very long, convoluted explanation of what yes. he did, where it's, Yes. Well, I'm a scientist, and my father was a blah, blah, blah. I'm a scientist. I gave you a, uh, but a, a something that turns you, know, you into a... Did you notice his hair's not his hair's yeah. not white here? That was the fake out. That was the fake out, yeah. And he never mentions it. Leslie Nielsen, because obviously this was not I don't know if he's reacting to anything, if that's not superimposed and rear projected later in post. I assume they have it on the TV and he's watching. I would think so, right? Yeah, because it has the lines. It has those lines, you know, when you film a TV. Yeah. So I assume he's watching it, and then maybe they're just playing it for him off off screen, like. But you think he would he would figure out? Oh, your hair's not white. What's up with that? Well, I think he knows think... something else is going on, and he, he was doing a, a performance. Right. So he just assumes it was right. a performance to to trick him out of the money. Right. Yada yada. Although I would be like, how did you know I was going to bet you a bunch of money? Right. Yeah. Or you were going to bet? How do I know? How do you know I was going to take that bet? Right. How do you know that? I'd be like, I have to be somewhere tomorrow. I cannot do it tomorrow. Maybe next week. 10000 No, I'm rich. I'm good. So, I don't give a shit. Oh, uh, yeah. No, but $10,000 bet. And then it's like, well, uh, you have to be tomorrow because my robot is plugged in. It's fully charged. <laughs> so it needs to happen tomorrow. Because if you wait, you're going you're, you're gonna to wreck what I planned for. Yeah, you. like 36 more hours on top of this. The, the gas yeah. guy's going to come and shut it off. And I need him for <laughs> the... <laughs> My Scooby-Doo plot isn't going to work out if you yeah. don't go like tonight, tomorrow at, at six, 6 o'clock at night. You know what would have been hilarious is the for the third act is he gets so desperate that it's Fritz Weaver in a sheet, like flashlights in his arms. I'm a spooky yeah. ghost. And he trips and pulls the sheet off himself. He's like, man, just give him my money. <laughs> he gets really desperate. That'd be fun to watch Fritz Weaver become a desperate man. Yeah. He's like so stoic and in charge of everything all the time. It'd just be funny to well, watch him. He, he was desperate in that Twilight Zone 85 episode we saw where he was a priest that you didn't realize he was a priest. I thought it was the guy's dad, literally his father. Exactly. Yeah. Father, 
Father, yes, my son. <laughs> not my son, but my son. Yes, not my biological child. How can I help you? No, I, what was that? Called? That was the George R. R. Martin one, wasn't it? Uh, maybe it was the, the closest of the sun or whatever. The, the, it was called the star, wasn't it? The star, the yeah, the star. Something yeah. about a star. The star, I think it was just called the star. Where it's like, this culture existed five, five thousand, exactly, X, my, you know, it's, and the birth of Christ. The baby the Jesus. Star, the star lit the way for the birth of Christ. Yeah. Which had a good episode. I, I, I like that one. Fritz Weaver was good. It was good actors. Just that matte painting was just so bad and dated. But yeah, so what do you want? What do you want from me? You know, it's, it's a show from 1985. What do you want? I'm looking it up right now to find the name of that episode. I'm pretty sure it's just the star. I think it's the star. No, you're right. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, there's a lot of episodes that we watched on this stamp. Yeah, the star. There it is. Yeah, sorry, 113C, yeah. the star. We saw, we've seen a lot of TZ85. I think we're almost, we got to be close to being done with that show. I know Nat Gallery, we got like 10 million episodes to go, but TZ85, we've knocked a lot of those out of the park. You'd be very well, surprised. Oh, no, don't say that. We're like, I, I used to have a list where it would go in order how many are left of each, but I changed yeah. it when I chose them. But okay. I got to say, there's probably still 60 both. Oh. There's me. slightly more 85 to go through. How is there 60? We've seen 60. The, well, the, the thing about Night Gallery is it's three seasons, but the first season's only like six episodes. Yeah. And the second season's only like 21, and the third one's 20 or something like that. And then, But there's three different stories in each episode. No, the third case. season's only one story each. Is it? Second season, there's only 22 episodes. So the first se- So there's really not a whole lot. Comparatively, when 85 Twilight Zone, where it's 24 episodes in the first season with multiple stories. Second season is 11 episodes with multiple stories. The third season is only 30 episodes. Right. So there's a lot of fucking episodes between those two shows. Yeah. We're almost done with uh, uh, TZ 2002, which sucks. Well, that one's much shorter, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we only got a handful of those left. We got three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 left. Well, I can shit, count those. Well, that's a lot. That's a lot still. Yeah, but I don't mind watching those. Because you see like actors who are like, oh, it's that guy. Right. And right, at worst, right. the episodes is kind of boring. That's the worst you're going to get. Yeah. Like even the ones with the good actors, like that last lap episode with uh, Clifton Collins Jr. Right. This is kind of boring. Yeah. Or that racial one where it was... <laughs> That one was hilarious. <laughs> that one was ridiculous. That one is probably, yeah, one of the most ridiculous I've ever seen. All right. Oh, I didn't realize I was so screen sharing this. Okay. No, but uh, so, so basically the, the big reveal. Yes. The, the, Fritz Weaver reveals, he has a big long story about how his father was a concert pianist in, in the World War II in, in, in Italy, which is where Leslie Nielsen, as a younger man, was stationed fighting World War II. He volunteered. Before yes. the Americans even got in the, into the war. Right. And he's he goes, like, they waited too long on that one. Yeah. Too slow. It's like, yes, I, I imagine. Kill. Fritz Weaver always agrees with him. Yes, I imagine. Yeah, it's like, yes, very good. But he goes, um, my father was a pianist. Unable and you, to use its arms. and. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, yeah. And so you took him, General. 
and you took him and you wanted information from him so you he, burned he, you took gasoline from your jeep and you lit his hands on fire for information he could not possibly have yeah something like that he was not you thought he was a member of the of Mussolini's party and he wasn't he was trying to defeat uh Mussolini but with his gifts as a pianist he's Adrian Brody he was Adrian Brody damn you oh damn you oh. Robert Polanski directed him, the noted, per, the noted pervert rapist. He's a guy I'm not going to say allegedly for. No, it's true. He did it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's been proven multiple times. Even if it's not proven like legally in court, because it it can't be proven legally in court, because the motherfucker fled. So I get to say it. Was it was proven? She went on the on the stand, I think, and testified. But no, but that's still. Yeah, you know, I saw that whole documentary. I saw that in the theater. The people versus Roman Polanski or whatever it was. Was that part of your NAMBLA group outing? Yeah. Describe it slower. <laughs> and then he held me down in the hot tub. Like More! Slower. More! How big was the volume when he put it down your throat, bitch? Jesus Christ. How much did he and cry because Jack- he just lost it, his it, wife horribly? It, it was Jack Nicholson's house. Was it? That. It was Jack. He was how he was... Jack Nicholson was shooting a movie in Spain or something, and um, Jack Nicholson was uh, not there. So, but it was his hot tub where he sodomized her, cast you down with a sodomites. I guess Jack Nicholson didn't really care about that it happened because he did. That would seem like it was after, right? Chinatown. That's like seventy four. It was didn't he leave in like seventy? 70- no, it was after Chinatown. Yeah, this was, oh, was like it seventy. It was like, I got, I think it's like 77, 76. Oh, really wow. Fun. I assume he left China, a, like a, within China two years of, you know, 69, the Shannon, Shannon Tate thing. Sharon Tate, no, sorry. He was, still, he was still working. He was working in Hollywood for a long time after oh. that. I don't think he left Hollywood until the whole rape thing happened. Then, he, then he's, he fled to Europe and stayed there forever. He just lived in France for the rest of his days. He fled in 78. Yeah, 78. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Oh, yeah. No, he was, you know. He was making movies after Sharon Tate was brutally, brutally murdered, and his baby was cut out of her, and they took it out. That is sick shit. Yeah, I don't blame him for fucking, being fucked up, but still. Well, that's the thing. You lose your, fam- your entire family in the Holocaust, and then you lose your wife and baby and friends, you know, in a horror. And it was because it was an accident, because they weren't even supposed to be in that house. They were renting the house from who they were going to kill, who they're supposed to kill. Which was like a music producer, and he didn't even live there. They were renting the house from them, which is what it was like. Talk about wrong place, wrong time. Well, I thought he was supposed but, to be killing um, uh, an old school Hollywood cowboy and his assistant stuntman. Maybe that's what I it thought was it was. Like that. I, I, I wouldn't doubt. Remember like the that, stuntman yeah. was up on the roof smoking a joint, mm. and then he comes down with a chainsaw and chops him in half. I don't like that movie. Oh, is that the movie? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Movie? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. I, I, it's hard for me to like that movie because it's just like, uh, it's re- this is a real thing that happened. You can't like turn into a Hollywood ending. It's like, eh, I get what he's trying to do. I had no problem with that. It's just, it's just, I just don't fun. like it's the movie just, itself. I, the movie's, yeah, whatever. The movie's it's whatever. That 20 minute long scene where he tells a really boring story to an extra on, a, on the movie set. That young girl in oh, the good. reading. He's talking to the girl, yeah. Oh, it's so boring. And he keeps yeah. going, and I'm like, I ordinarily like when, you know, we just have a moment in a while and just 
they yeah. spend their time on that when it relates to the plot. But this is like he tells yeah. this story, and it's like, all right, what's going on over here? And I'm like, there's this one is, scene in the movie I loved, and that was it. Yeah, this is Quentin Tarantino's, I think, most um, um, uh, self right or, or um, self indulgent movie. Yeah. Because it's, it's just really, it's just, eh, I, I didn't like it. I was, I'm on the, I didn't like, I think it's his weakest movie. Yeah. I also don't like Inglorious Bastards that much. No, I don't either. I and like Those two Waltz movies are very, sim- yeah. Christopher Waltz is yeah. fucking amazing in that. He's amazing and that's about it. Um, I don't like that. I like all the actors in it. I like everything. Yeah. And there's, uh, uh, Michael, uh, what's his name? It's great. Yeah. Uh, the, why can't I even think of his last name? The guy from X-Men. Uh, Fassbender. Yeah, Mike, uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender's great. Everyone's great. Yeah. It's just the story. I'm like, uh, okay. It, it did, yeah, it didn't wow me. I remember when that movie came out, everybody was like sucking its dick. Yeah. And I remember my buddy and I, we went and saw it. And we, we saw it the opening night. And I remember we, we both walked out of the movie and we're just like, I don't think I liked it. Yeah. And I was just like, it was, it was, Christoph Waltz was amazing. Yeah. But like, you can't deny that. He's not in it, I don't really care. Like, nothing about that movie was, was, it was okay. And I, he goes, yeah, I, I agree. You know, yeah. I think we're the only two people that are going to be saying this. Is, yeah, I think we are. I, I completely agree. It's everybody like sucked that dick. Everyone that fucking dick. loves it. And I'm like, yeah, I watched it. And I was like, movie. oh, he killed Hitler. That's yeah, the movie. He changes history. Ooh, funny. Ch- and then so I was watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. and I go, I'm noticing something similar to that. He's going to change history. And then it happened. Yeah, I was like, again. oh, yeah, there yeah. you go. No. And so I, I do like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood more than Glorious Bastards because I liked hanging out with those characters more. Right, yeah. And, and similar to Inglorious Bastards, there's one scene I fucking love. It's that scene in the opening of Inglorious Bastards where they're, they're hiding below the floorboards. And oh, yeah, no, there's, absolutely. There's inherent tension yeah. there. Yeah, He's got yeah, the milk, yeah, yeah. you know, and he... Yeah. That scene's great. And it's just the like the hiding. scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where uh, uh, Brad Pitt goes up to the ranch. And you, right, you're waiting yeah. the whole time for someone to just... Right. And he yeah. finds Bruce Dern in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, that scene was great. I loved it. There was tension. It felt like Tarantino. And Bruce Stern's getting fucked by Dakota Fanning. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just it's over. And I was yeah. like, oh. At least once upon, once upon a time in Hollywood, that scene comes like two-thirds of the way through the movie. It's and Glorious there. Bastards, yeah, I think it's the opening it. scene, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, yeah, that movie, I was like, oh, nothing now. Okay. It's a bingo. But this twist ending... His, yes, we get to the twist ending. Yes, here. do you want to continue with your revelation here by Fritz Weaver? Well, no, it's actually pretty good. He, he basically, Leslie Nielsen killed his, or didn't kill his father, but destroyed his father. Lit his hands on fire. Worse, like, worse than death, basically. So his for father. For a pianist? Yeah. Yeah, he was a p- famous pianist and he burnt his hands and he could never play the piano again. And he died, you know, sad and alone, blah, blah, blah. And so Fritz Weaver has taken him forever to find this guy. Yeah. To, set up this revenge plot and he the way he does it is he says i injected you with a serum that will turn you into a giant firm which is like the stupidest thing ever i don't know why you're doing a it's german like, accent i don't it works for this Fitzwilliam, are you giant legs, firm except to assist with a slithering motion there's no german accent there at all whatever it's, it's a firm you turned into a slithering we don't all go, you would be able to do is slither. we go huh? Yeah. Speaking oh, of inglorious bastards again. Nine. <laughs> but, uh, um, yes, he's going to turn him into a worm, and he, t- he describes in long detail about how the bones deteriorate, and then the skull deforms, and you're a worm, and 
And one guy he tried it with turned into a slug. He, one of his assistant scientists. And then and he he says it's in the cellar. Yeah. Or it's in, it's in the it's in the cellar. Go look. He's like and the door is behind him and Leslie Nielsen goes to look and he sees there's a snail trail on the floor and he doesn't even go into the cellar and he's like oh, oh! and so but it's funny because we saw the snail trail before because he looks down and he's like the fuck right yeah, and I was yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. that's what that is so I assumed it was real right yeah here's the trail we saw it way earlier and you kind of play yeah, it off said... like after the reveal I assumed that was like the tracks or you know, something to help glide along the animatronics or something yeah, but he said it would take six months for it to happen. So I was like, well, shit, you can get your money still and go live the high life for six months and then kill yourself, maybe. I don't no, know, you have. Before you turn to a... It's not six months of greatness and then you turn... It's like cancer. You just slowly deteriorate over those six months. So I get why Leslie Nielsen would do what he did, but still, maybe check out the basement. Because instead... <laughs> yeah. Instead, he does this. And I'm gonna play this scene because it's fucking hilarious. When he when he shoots himself and sets the gun down, and you can see his hand go like this. He's like eh, 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 throwing the gun out eh, on yeah. the table. It's so awkwardly done. He shoots himself in the head. <laughs> you still lose, Matsy. Matsy. Did they make his name that close to Nazi on purpose? You st- you still lose, Moxie. I'm going to fast forward a little bit Ooh. here. <laughs> I fear I fast forwarded over it. I did. Hold on, yeah. let me find it. I, I oh, so... did you notice at the beginning of this episode, they, 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 when he's in the gallery, there's a floating devil? Yeah. And they stay on it like... 30 seconds. It's like, why do they stay on this floating devil? Like, it doesn't move for a while. Both of these episodes are set up in a manner that bothers me. And we'll talk about that in the next episode. So let's, let's finish this. Watch his hand set the yeah, gun down here. It is fucking it's, hilarious. It's ridiculous. Hey, it's dropped. I just realized that's oh. a toaster, not the napkin dispenser. Look at this thing. Hold on, let me... I thought it was a napkin dispenser. <laughs> Do I want yogis? Laws, yes. M-O-N. That spells <laughs> yogis. <laughs> but I love... I, I laugh so fucking hard when his hand is pushing out the gun yeah. slowly. <laughs> like... It wasn't Leslie Nielsen, clearly. Why would, you wouldn't have the actor do that. That's a, that's a stand-in. So, well, sure, yeah. So why do that, though? Do you think they thought, well, we're going to do it off-screen. Oh, wait, it's not, it didn't have that dramatic pull. Ha, get Tony in here and just have him hold the gun. He'll, his hand will fall into frame. And it won't even match, but fuck it. It's going to, look, it's going to be more dramatic that way. Here's a, they didn't even need that. Cut no, the Fritz Weaver on TV and you hear a gunshot and he's like, smiles. That's it. I got it. And then his hand drops in. I'm like, oh, what's it? Oh, it's his hand. Oh, he's that. Oh, ha. I couldn't stop laughing. God, it's so fucking funny. It's so bad. In the middle of a decent episode, which is what sucks. 
because it made me laugh at the end. And I was like, kind of forgot how much I loved it. Here you take it. I love it. I kind of want to get that clip. No, and then of course uh, Fritz Weaver goes, "No, I didn't lose General." And then he ends up. He, oh, then he says, "There's nothing in the cellar," and so he made it all up. It was all. It was all fear. No, Mister Malloy, you lose. There is nothing in the cellar. There is nothing in the cellar. Listen to that thick Italian accent. I don't even know if it's Italian. No, that's the scene where he starts doing the German voice. I, I don't even know what that is. No, Mister. Blah blah blah. There's nothing in there's the cellar. There's nothing in the cellar. Nine cellar door. <laughs> nothing in there. Nothing. It's the most beautiful word in the English language. I was trying to figure out, um, last thing, and then we'll get out of here. Um, I know I say that a lot, but this time I mean it. Right. We're watching uh, Stranger Things Season 2. We talked about it last oh. week, and I said I'll finish yeah, it. And I, so I, I'm holding yeah. through a couple promises with you. Sopranos, wow. and then Stranger Things. Wow. We're about three episodes in the, in the Season 2. Um, and I went, I paused, and I was like thinking about how much she hates all my movies. And I was like, yeah. I think you actually, if you love, because she, she loves Stranger Things. Right. And I was like, I think you actually will like Donnie Darko, because it's the sci-fi set in the 80s. You like that mm. kind of timeline. Because she doesn't know the 80s at all. She's born 91. Yeah. And she likes Idiot. it. But I was, I'm like, I think she actually will like Donnie Darko. And she likes Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I kind of want to show it to her. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I know, right? But I'm nervous, because it's in my, that's another movie in my top 10. Go back to China. Go bitch. back to China, bitch. <laughs> this teenager's waiting out by a bus stop. <laughs> was that James Franco and Seth Rogen? No, it's not James Franco. He's not in that. It's Seth Rogen, though. It's Seth Rogen's in it, but he's who's, not that guy. Who's the other one? Oh, uh, no. The, the, they're two separate guys. The Go Back I to China, was... bitch, is one of Jake Gyllenhaal's friends. Go Back to China, was... bitch. I thought that was James Franco. No. No. It's oh, a smiley God. kid. Um, I'll pull. I'll pull it up here. I can't remember. No, James I've only seen it like twice. That. It's I think him. I've only seen the movie twice. Oh, really? Because I've seen it a thousand times. No, I've, 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 twice was enough. I've, I've seen, seen yeah, the, okay, I've fine. seen the theater twice. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's James uh, uh, Seth Rogen and the guy with a, like a fucking mullet. They're, they're not the ones who say that. Um, I always think it was James Franco. Man, I'm thinking Freaks and Geeks. Go back to China, bitch. Here it is. Go. This is why I call this him Smiley because he's got a, he's constantly smiling all the time. Oh, it's this guy's smiley, but this guy's... Right. So, go back to China, bitch, is this guy. Back to China, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, uh... Oh, God. Donnie Darko, Seth Rogen. So, he's... He's got... I, I remember he has the, he has the, uh, the arm, the, um... He has the uh, arm cast. Who does? Uh, Seth Rogen. Does he have like a cast on his arm? No, so this is the guy I'm talking about. It's not. Oh, okay. It's like, it's like a guy with a rat tail. Oh my god, where am I getting these memories from? I don't know what you're combining here. I, I really don't know either. I love it because Patrick Swayze played. <laughs> if you watch the videos that he makes ahead of time, oh, that's right. He's I like a pedophile Patrick in that movie. Swayze, yeah. And at one point, he like oh, shit. pats the kid in the butt. 
Yeah, <laughs> I keeps, forgot Patrick Swayze. He was keeps in that looking movie. at the kids. Oh my, that's right. Oh fuck, I forgot about that. And when you find out the ending where Donnie Darko erases everything that really he's happened, it makes it so he's still a pedophile out there. Right. <laughs> like he doesn't get caught. He doesn't change it. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get out of here. So I gave this episode a seven. I really did enjoy it. I will give it a seven as well. Yeah. You know what? Should we go up to eight for this one? Why not? Let's give that gallery its due. Because I gave a, a the, the devil's not mocked the B side of this a seven. So I'll give this one an eight. I want to be did fair. You, really, you gave that one a seven? Oh, yeah, shit, it was yeah, fun. Give this one we all did. This one I can't remember. Yeah, a question of fear. I did enjoy thoroughly. I'll give it an eight. I will be more kind than it deserves. Yeah, let's give it an eight. I feel good about that. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it all the way through. It, it was more than 25 minutes, wherever the normal ones are, and it flew yeah, by. And I, it did. No complaints. I was quite surprised, yeah. Um, now, the next one, not so much. The next one will be real brief. Until next time, in the meantime, Phoenix West. I think it's kind of funny. I think it's kind of sad. Goodbye, Dick Ticket. It's the best I've ever had. The podcast in which I'm dying are the best that I ever had. Go back to the podcast, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> what? Okay. We, we need Noah Wiley here to explain this to us. Get, get out. I have get not out. seen him since out. that movie. Noah Wiley shows up in a. Yeah, I don't think he's in anything, actually. You're right. I was thinking Anthony Edwards nope. in Zodiac. Another ER Noah member. But... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The ER, the ER cast. Does Does Anthony Edwards, out. do you think in the new Top Gun, he at least gets like a the ghost of Goose? Well, moment. no, Goose's son's in it. That's I know, but Teller he, is. Yeah, yeah I, I want old Anthony Edwards being like, "This is what I would look like if I lived." I need work, son. Son, you did a good job, son. I blew through he all my shit. billions of ER money. Yeah, there's no way he's he's <laughs> he's living a high life somewhere, living off of ER money still. He made so much money off ER. Oh, ER was like he was on there for like twelve years. He was on there like or longer more. than George Clooney, longer than uh, yeah, the one girl. Yeah, oh, she shows up in Sopranos. And she's coming last season. Which one? Uh, the doctor, uh, the nurse, the one that was with George Clooney on the show. Yeah. That, that girl. The one from News Radio? Juliana, Juliana Margulies. Oh, that one. Okay. Margulies. I was Margulies. thinking the one of the one uh, from News Radio. Oh, Mara Turney? Mara Turney. She, yeah, no, she's... She's on The she's, Office. Um, she's in The Office, and she's in a bunch of shit. I think she was in The Closer. She's in a lot of shows. She worked. And she smokes like a fucking train. Yeah, she smokes more. She smokes as much as Rod Serling. I mean, just watch Dogma. She smokes like forty-five cigarettes in that movie. No, that was Laura. That was a different girl. There's no difference. That's Laura. That's uh, Laura, or, or, or um, that's not Mara Turney. That's uh, the other girl that disappeared. It's not Laura Flynn Boyle, is it? No, not Laura Flynn Boyle, but uh, Laura. Um, oh my gosh, she was in Jade, and then she was in a few. She was in Linda uh, Floriento. Oh my Linda god! Florentino, Those yeah. are the same person. Mar Turney and Linda Florentino, yeah, came to to be in the same time. Same okay, place. so Linda is the one from Men in Black. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So weird because I know who they both are. Right. Yeah, I got some wires crossed there sexually. I need to yes. deal with that off screen. So goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>